Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Bachelor Podcast. I'm Kay York City, and I am joined by Morgan Page today for a super special episode of The Bachelor Podcast. Welcome, Morgan. Thank you, Kay. I feel like this has been such a long time in the making. I feel like we've been <laughs> Ohio girly girlfriends for a long time. And I'm excited I know. to is be it, here. Okay, so is that where you're living right now, Ohio? Yeah, I'm in Cleveland. Okay, right. Because I remember um, I was home in Cincinnati. I think it was like back in maybe February or yeah. something. And we connected and you're like, oh my gosh, you're in Ohio. Yeah, <laughs> I had no idea. I was like, okay, I'm not the only one in the sticks out here, but you're not actually in Ohio. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just visiting my family. But okay, so I'm sure you guys already probably know who Morgan is. But if you don't, she is Morgan P. Talks on Instagram. She is a podcaster, TikToker. She's all over your Instagram. She knows everything about reality TV. I mean, you keep me up to date on a lot of stuff. Like I am very much obviously bachelor focused. And Mm -hmm. I think my brain can only cover so much. (laughs) And I appreciate... um, People like you who are able to give me the lowdown on everything so I don't have to watch everything. <laughs> well, thank you. Know you. What I mean? It definitely keeps me busy. You know, I know what day of the week it is by what reality TV show is on that night. That's how I like keep track <laughs> of what's going on in the world. But I appreciate it. You know, that's the goal. Your one stop shop for all things reality TV and pop culture. Definitely. Um, so so just want to like dive into it just a little bit so we can get to know you um, a bit better. How did you, you know, get started in all this? Have you always been a reality person? Like what was your what was the show, your gateway drug show <laughs> that got you into all of it? I started with Vanderpump Rules from Bravo. And, you know, obviously, (laughs) literally, that was my gateway drug into Beverly Hills, obviously. And then I started to get into the Housewives. And then 
when I was younger, my mom and my sister always used to watch The Bachelor, but I was the person, you know, when I was younger that was like, oh, these girls are insufferable and love sucks. And I was just so not the same person that I am today. Um, But now, you know, I just view it more as entertainment than actually like judging people, which I think um, is something that I try to do a little differently on my page. And I know other, Mm -hmm. you know, other people like Game of Roses has started to do it, too, because at the end of the day, they're all people and I'm just in it for the entertainment value, not really to tear anybody down. But, you know, in the pandemic, I work on a morning radio show and uh, it's very pop culture driven. You know, we're always talking about Justin and Haley Bieber and Ed Sheeran Mm -hmm. and what's going on with Olivia Wilde and all the things. So I was broadcasting from home for, you know, over a year and working in a in a morning show, especially working from home you have a lot of free time on your hands. And uh, my fiance now, boyfriend then, was in London. We were not able to see each other um, you know, for essentially for a year and a half. We saw each other. Oh, ten, my God. Yeah, ten days over a year and a half. So I was really just looking for things to fill my time. And so I was binge watching a lot of reality TV. Um, I was on TikTok, but not doing reality TV TikToks. Um, I just decided to do one one day about rule unexpected rules that the housewives had to follow and like it immediately blew up and that's kind of when a light bulb went off where I'm like you know I'm doing all of this stuff every day on my morning show I can now repurpose it you know for TikTok and social media and from there I mean it's just been like a snowball rolling from the top of the hill all the way down it it feels like one door has opened after the next after the next and now of course I have my podcast I just started my Patreon this week Um, so it's exciting and I love it I love it so much that is amazing I mean I know I during the beginning of uh, the pandemic uh, you know, I downloaded TikTok, which I was so jarred when I downloaded TikTok and I saw <laughs> these random videos that I had yeah. from Musical.ly and I was like, oh, I'm so, I I was like, I need to delete my account again. I was like, these videos are so cringe. And, um, but that's not really what people were doing anyways. Like nobody really used this as a platform, at least at the beginning yeah. for like news and pop mm-hmm. culture and like breaking um events it was really just for like memes and dancing and yeah. um here's like a day in the life or a recipe whatever so um i love that you were able to jump on that and really uh hone in on talents that you were just not even just like um you naturally have but you were able to just use anyways because they were there you know? Yeah. And a lot of people, like you said, were not doing that at the beginning. I, you know, I can maybe think of me. I know Zachary Reality has been doing it from the beginning, but we kind of started mm-hmm. like together uh, on doing that kind of stuff on TikTok. And it feels like now a lot of people do it on TikTok, which I'm I'm glad for, you know, because as somebody who who works in entertainment and works in media, like these jobs, and I'm sure you can agree, are really hard to come by. You know, it's not yeah. every day that you get a job in media. And so I was like, okay, I'm not getting hired by these companies, so I'm just going to do it myself. And I have. Yeah. <laughs> I did it for almost five years at Betches. So I was doing, um, I worked at Betches for five years so that my whole life was yeah. uh, <laughs> pop culture. <laughs> I knew everything. And so now I, I still know that's it, it's like my instinct to like scan the internet when I wake yeah. up in the morning. I'm like, okay, <laughs> who broke up? Who got back together? Yep. Who's feuding? You know, all that kind of stuff. So 
Really cool. Um, I'm excited to uh, dig into this season now and kind of get your takes because I feel like the girlies are down bad. Yeah, we they're, are. They're down yeah. bad. <laughs> <laughs> we are down bad, and it's and it's kind of it makes me nervous because okay, so I know you're um, you're getting married. First of all, congratulations after Thank a year you. and a half of not being able to see him. That's wild. It was, I mean, <laughs> truly the craziest experience. And you know, it, what's crazy about it is that not one time during the whole pandemic did we ever discuss not being together. It was, you know, a lot of people. I mean, that is a huge issue. Someone in London, you know, that yeah. you can't see for a year and a half. We saw each other ten days, but I just <sighs> I've known him for a very long time. He has a British accent, so like, how can you how can you break up with somebody? Oh, that I'm so <laughs> Actually, you really hit the jackpot. I did, and I really double hit the jackpot because he's half South African, half British, so he's got like a dual accent that's so unique and specific. And that's and enough. Hot, Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's actually on his way back to the States, like as we speak. So you'll be seeing That's him so on exciting. Instagram here soon. Yay. That's <laughs> amazing. I bet you're so what I was getting to with that was I bet you're sort of are you watching at home and being like, oh, thank God I'm not doing that anymore. Because <laughs> personally, I'm watching this and I'm like, this is how it is. Yeah, it like, is. I, I, It's making me more nervous like I've already I already have I have a pretty like secure attachment style Mm -hmm. um and or maybe even like avoidant but definitely not this anxious stuff like it's literally a whole beach of people with anxious attachment styles and they're just it's it's making me anxious it's like is Aaron cheating on me I don't know (laughs) I I can't I can't keep up (sighs) yeah I feel like at first I don't don't want to use the word annoyed because it's like, obviously, I understand where these people are coming from. It's a high stress environment. It's high anxiety. But also, like, you know, you're going on Bachelor in Paradise. Like, it's going to be messy one way or another. Um, But I think I think, uh, you know, viewers can tell and I'm sure. Well, I don't know if you agree, but um, there's just been a, a lot more producer manipulation in the past couple of years that makes it less enjoyable for a viewer. And I think this this whole, you know, rip off of Love Island is just so unnecessary. And I've seen a lot of people even, you know, mostly the contestants be like, we're supposed to get engaged in three weeks and you want to take us away for a whole entire week. Like, what is actually the goal of the mm-hmm. show? Because I feel like Things started going downhill ever since the the Colton fence jump moment because I feel like they were always trying to one up that moment because it was something that we had never seen before. Yeah. And now I think everybody can tell that it's way uh, it's the producer's priority to make an entertaining show, not lasting relationships. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I agree with you on so many of those aspects, because I think a lot of the people you can tell it's just the morale is down. Mm-hmm. Nobody really wants to be there. There is a lot of uh, producer manipulation for sure. At the end of the day, I have to remind myself it's television. Yeah. Like, would I <laughs> watch this any other way? Like, mm-hmm. I I at first had an issue with the Love Island ripoff. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, this is kind of interesting I was like this this is kind of interesting but I do agree with you in the fact that it's like okay so they're supposed to get engaged at the end of this and you're going to take them away from 
the people who they are trying to get engaged uh, engaged to. Yeah. So one hundred percent that that definitely makes things difficult, and we have to. It's like, do you want the Love Island messy, or do you want the love romance happy endings rainbows whatever and i think they kind of need to pick yeah and i don't know i i i also think that they're all there but it's so over like the guys there everybody's just posting on instagram about their show it seems too like i'm a star now yeah and not i'm actually on the show yeah and um, I'm trying and I'm trying to meet someone. You know what I mean? Like when I see them on Instagram and they're posting all of these things and like hyping themselves up and like making all these TikToks. I get it. Drop a name. Sure. Okay. Are- Drop a name. I want to know who you're talking about. <laughs> I'm going to say it. It's Aaron is like so annoying. <laughs> is so I I get it. You're on a TV show, but he already in my eyes, like I see him on this show flirting with Genevieve and whatnot. I'm like, he does not have any interest in dating. Yeah. Like he does not seem like he wants to date at all. Yeah. It seems like a bit. He just wants to be there with James and like create this following, which is fine, but it seems so extra. Yeah. So extra. Everything he talks about, everything he posts, it makes it kind of just ruins the ambiance. I you don't know. Even, yeah, I don't even know if I follow Aaron. Because because I haven't been paying attention to him. I mean, I'm, I'm not like the world's biggest Aaron fan. But I also um, Casey did an interview uh, on Bachelor Happy Hour. Did you see what he said oh, wow. about he, he no. said something similar about Andrew? Um, he was saying that, you know, some people there just think that they're there to be stars and, and that they're cooler uh-huh. than everybody else. And then he name dropped Andrew. And then Andrew's on his oh. Instagram story, like ripping Casey a new one, like don't oh, question my character. Yeah, oh, yeah. There is a lot of drama going on right now. But I'm also like that comes with the territory at this point. You know, since the blow up of social media, we talk about it every season. There's people there that want to be there to be a hashtag influencer, a.k.a. Pizza yeah. P, who literally, did you see like his tags on his Instagram posts? <laughs> Everything <laughs> that he does, like when he yelled, at the end, I, my whole body, I thought was going to like shrivel up into just like dust. Yeah. With secondhand embarrassment. Those kind of exits, that you see on reality shows, whether like the the big blow ups at the end mm-hmm. are, I think, top five cringiest things on the planet. Well, and, you know, he's <laughs> he's sitting there accusing Britney of like being a clout chaser or whatever. Go to any one of his Instagrams and look at the hashtags that he puts on the bottom of his posts. It's like influencer oh. Instagram. No. Yeah, I swear. And like 50 of them. Like legit. I'm sick. Yeah, you'll have to I go check that out. I haven't used the hashtag afterwards. since like 2016. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do, but just because like No, but the you know what shows. I mean? But it's yes. like, yes, Not obviously. on a personal page. Like that's bizarre. Wow. Yeah. So there's some tea. <laughs> have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but you can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. So free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. 
Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. And for just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value of $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up using the code Bachelor20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code Bachelor20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with the code Bachelor20. Newly subscription clothing rental change your clothes. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have a question about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, let's dig into like a few of these bigger moments um, slash relationships. Uh, what were your initial thoughts on like the cast when the cast was announced? Um, and because I didn't know a lot of these people, not okay, I don't want to say I didn't know, but I it took a second for my eyes to adjust and like for my <laughs> brain to catch up to what I was seeing. And I'm like, I've never seen Hunter before. It's like, oh, but yeah. wait, I think I remember her. Or mm-hmm. like, and and then bringing in these Australian people in the um, for the split, like, could they find no one else? I'm very just confused about the casting process. Was there no one to choose from from like the main um, like fan favorites? Yeah, I don't know. I I too was like, what? And I think who was it that? people were talking about before, but she got no screen time. Was it Hunter? Because she works at the Oppenheim group, right? Oh, it was a Kate. Oh, Kate, Kate, Kate. Yeah, that's right. Kate works at the Oppenheim group. Mm-hmm. So, she's one of, she, so she's the new girl that came on in the split. Yes, yes. But I agree. No, I just don't remember any of them. And I, I can't, I don't really know if it's because it was on Clayton season and like, you know, an hour and 45 minutes during that season, I was not there. You know, like I was watching it, but I wasn't actually watching it. I was like on my phone. Yeah. I was doing whatever. <laughs> your body um, was there, but your mind was <laughs> elsewhere. Yeah. And there's not a lot of girls from Matt James season. I feel like the only one there is what, Brittany? And she she even wasn't like, I mean, she had that one moment in Matt James season, but she was yeah. by no means a fan favorite. Um, I feel like they really, for guys starting out, only had, the star power I guess that was like Michael A and Andrew um but even that is not turning out to be people's favorite you know people on the beach so I don't know I I too thought the cast was weird but I'm just not excited for really any of them these days I know I I was really I wanted to be super pumped for a lot of these people I am excited for I loved seeing Rodney on there I think he mm, yeah, is he's- a great a great uh, candidate because what Jared and I always say on this podcast is that paradise is 
you either go to paradise for like a redemption story mm-hmm. or to ruin your reputation. It's one or the other. <laughs> That's so true. And you know no what in I between. mean? There's no in between. So like if you're going on to paradise and you have this like clean slate, you're going to get screwed over mm-hmm. on paradise. Like they're bringing you on the beach to mess things up. But if you're coming on the beach like a Shanae. Yeah. I'm obsessed. <laughs> I love Shanae. I think she is playing. We're going to get into Shanae now. We might okay. as well just like dive into these people. I love that Shanae is doing exactly what Paradise wants you to do. It wants you to come on here, meet a bunch of people, have these connections, really invest yourself in each connection and mm-hmm. figure it out. And I, I know pe- she's getting a lot of blowback for it. And like, they're like, well, um, she has Logan, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Yeah. What? This is the whole The whole point, point of, of the show. show. Yeah, that drives me crazy too when I see that online. People are like, I see it too with um, Rodney. You know, Rodney getting to know Eliza mm-hmm. when he's got Lace. It's like... Th- also... Th- <laughs> so, I know. <laughs> Why would you... <laughs> no shade to Lace, but I would... There would be no world where I would pick Lace over Eliza. Yeah, if you're Rodney. And I mean, you can just tell when people vibe yeah. better. And it's like, who are you trying to kid? Like, you can clearly see that this person has a better connection with this person. So why mm-hmm. is it the end of the world? Like, it's Bachelor in Paradise. I don't get it. Um, but yeah, Shanae, I think we're all super surprised that, as she said, she's the bachelorette of of Paradise. I'm also just as surprised that her and Genevieve are getting along so well. I thought, yes. you and know, I, that was going to be a huge thing. Me too. And I was like, oh my gosh, they're going on a double date together. And this is the friendship that we didn't see coming, but we absolutely needed to see, especially because of the unhingedness of the women this season. Yeah. And um, and I love that Shanae is there and she's like, Sort of like a Victoria F. Victoria F. This season is very much mother hen. Like yeah. I'm keeping it together, so you. It's like I'm being strong, so you guys can be strong. Yeah. And Shanae, you know, comforting Lace when Lace was like throwing a fit in um, the bunk beds, being like, "Nobody's talking to me. Nobody's this." I really love the camaraderie of the girls, um, especially like Shanae, who you didn't really expect to do that. Yeah. And I'm telling you what, if I ever have a problem and I need to be validated on something that I should not be validated on. I'm going to Genevieve. <laughs> going to, oh, you're going to Genevieve. I'm going straight to Genevieve. I'm going to be like, I totally started this fight, blah, blah, blah. But he did this. And she's going to be like, yeah, he did. Let's you. set his house on fire. <laughs> Her and Jill. Like, the, no holds bar with Jill and Genevieve. Jill. <laughs> I thought, okay, so I want to know your opinions on Jill because I thought at the very beginning, I was like, oh, this girl's super animated. Mm -hmm. Love this personality. Like, this is going to be fun. And then it kind of got to, I need to shake her. Yeah. And be like, we have to come back to reality. Yeah. I mean, in the words of Tasha Adams, it's a lot. Like, she yeah. is just a lot. And, and like you said, Kay, in the beginning, I was all about it. I love when people make for good TV. And she's got such a unique personality. Um, yeah. But, you know, 
she's also getting a ton of screen time and it's like we, we weren't like invested in her from the beginning like you said before like she wasn't somebody that everybody was super excited to see on the beach and I feel like she's getting probably one of the the most amount of screen time and it's just oh yeah it's just surprising and and I don't know I'm trying to like think of the nicest way to say it because I don't want to be mean, but it's a lot. It's a lot. We'll put it that way. Do you, if you were in that position, okay, so say we're in the split and you developed a relationship with someone sort of like fairly new. Mm -hmm. Let's like, let's put you directly in Jill's position. So her and Jacob are a pretty new relationship. They had Mm -hmm. like a date the other day and that was kind of it, but they clearly hit it off. You go to the split and then what would you do? Would you still get to know the other guys or would you kind of do what she's doing and not interact at all? I mean, that's what's hard. No, you get to know everybody. I would be like jumping in both feet. It's the point. You know, you don't want to, I'm of the mindset that I would much rather if I was on paradise, the relationship be tested and come out the other side stronger. Right. Because if not, all you're going to do is sit and wonder like, oh, well, I felt a spark with this guy, but I I didn't do anything about it because I had Jacob. And it's like, really, do you want to get to the end and have a potential engagement and be like, oh, but I did feel something for, let's say, Rodney, but I didn't explore it. It's like, no, I want to get to the end and have no question left unanswered and when you close Mm -hmm. yourself off you you don't allow yourself the opportunity to do any of that I totally agree that's that's what um also this is expert advice coming from a girl who did not see her boyfriend for a year (laughs) and a half and now she has the ring so everybody fucking listen (laughs) um so I I totally agree and my main issue with um this split is that I love the fact that the guys f- fully dove in. It's, even if they didn't like say, hey, I'm going to date anybody here. I want to get to know somebody here. The they new at girls. Least speak to them. Yeah. And they're like hanging out. Why can't we just hang out? Like the girls, they were like, let's play chicken or whatever. I mean, that's not like the best way to like get a girl in the <laughs> yeah. pool. Like I'm not getting my hair wet. So no, I'm not playing chicken. Um, but uh but they're at least like trying. These yeah. guys, these new guys are trying and the girls are like, no, or they're staying in the rooms. It's like, you can like hang, you can have friends. Right, right. I mean, nobody's like, forcing you to make people. out with anybody in the pool. You're in the ideal situation. You're off the beach. You are in a glamorous yes. hotel in the air, air conditioning, conditioning. <laughs> with five new hot guys and you're going to sit there and cry at your crystals? No. <laughs> That absolutely Agreed. could not be me. Could not be me. And that's what was so upsetting about seeing, you know, Jill and Genevieve take this so hard is because like they have these. What are you doing? There's yeah. a, a gorgeous blonde Australian man whose <laughs> shirt is almost off. Yeah. Why aren't we jumping on that or at least like talking to him? Because what yeah. if you have a better connection with one of them and you're not even get using that opportunity and even if you don't get a connection like if you're not interacting with people if you're just sobbing into your crystals all day the only 
thing that you have to do is sit there and think and spiral. They're not watching TV. They're not on their phones. It's like, even if it's just a way to pass the time, like make a new friendship with these people. Don't just, you know, keep them at arm's length because, you know, you're, you're, what, five days invested into this other relationship that you think is going to work out for you? It's really, it's It's weird. (laughs) It's weird. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Okay, so one of the unhinged couples from this season, I think, have to be has to be um, Romeo and Kira. <laughs> that are we sure that that was real? I feel like that is that was so not real. It was. It doesn't feel real. She comes back and she's like, Jacob, you're like you feel like home, and then he says no in mere. Two minutes later, yeah. she's like, Romeo, do you want to leave the beach with me? And he's he that's says just, yes. Like what? And he says yes. <sighs> and the gag of that is, is that Romeo was literally trying to date anyone that would make more than three seconds of eye contact with him mm. this entire time. Both parties seemed so um, uh, desperate yeah. and forced and... And I saw Romeo tweet. He said he was like, um, "What was it? Kira and, I and Romeo would have <laughs> made it through the split." I was like, "Honey, yeah. <laughs> only because you were that desperate to make it through. Like that is not no." Yeah, I feel like Romeo at that point knew that no matter what he did, he was getting the bad at it. You know, because he's just yeah. been wrapped up in so much drama. So he's like, I might as well just call it quits now because it's not going to get any better for me. He was going to get the bad edit because, again, he had a great edit on. Mm -hmm. um, Oh, my God. Whose season? It was. I don't even know. It wasn't. It wasn't. uh, Katie. Okay. Was it? No. (laughs) I don't even remember. I have no (laughs) idea. Um, Was it Gabby and Rachel? No, it was not Gabby and Rachel. I know that for fact. I think it was uh, Katie or Michelle's. Okay, okay. Maybe Michelle. It was not Gabby and Rachel. God, I can't remember. (laughs) It'll come to me. Um, But yeah, I just think that that whole situation was too much. Yeah. And then you get into the complete opposite situation with Michael A. and Danielle. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you have to throw Sierra into the mix of that because that was kind of um, a messy. Though at first I didn't think it was going to be, Mm -hmm. you know, watching. I thought they were great. I was like, wow, he really likes her. She is saying all the right things. Mm -hmm. I they they clicked really well. And then when he breaks up with her, I can't stress enough how amazing her response was and oh, how she, she was it so gracious i know she really <laughs> i would have not been as smooth yeah yeah she really i mean 
she was, like you said, a far better woman than I could have been in that situation. Uh, I yeah. will say, um, I've, I don't know. I don't know how much of an unpopular opinion it is. I feel like it is right now. Um, it's hard for me to be unbiased because I know Michael personally. And sure. I know that he um, he's very hyper aware of like how things make people feel like like too nice to a fault almost, you know, where it's like he doesn't actually know how to end relationships because he doesn't want to be mean. And, you know, in my podcast episode, I said Michael should have ended the sentence with something's missing because that's a valid enough reason, you know, to end Mm -hmm. a relationship in paradise. (laughs) But on the other hand, you know, um, I see a lot of people like judging him in the way that he's going about it because they they think that he's not over his late wife, Laura. And I just I'm of the opinion that unless you walk a mile in somebody's shoes, you shouldn't judge them for that. It's like, do you want him to live the yeah. rest of his life not trying to find love? And it's like, do you ever really get over something that traumatic in your life? It's always going to be a no. part of who you are. So it's like, I, I just get annoyed when people are like, why is he still on the beach? It's like, I don't think that he said that he wasn't ready, period. I think that because he got to a certain level with Sierra, but but couldn't get past that, that maybe that's when some self-doubt starts to come in, right? Like, oh, I got Sierra. Sierra's so amazing and and she's mature and she's beautiful and she's smart and she's funny and I can't get past this feeling with her. Like, does that mean that I I am still broken? Like, I understand why someone in his position would have those doubts. Um, But like I said, and I said it on my show, end the conversation with something is missing, but I think his self-doubt really just took over. But I I do think that him and Danielle are better suited for each other. And I feel oh, like they will work. Totally. I mean, both things can be true. Like, yeah. him and Sierra were great, but him and Danielle are definitely a better match. Mm-hmm. Definitely. At 100%. And I hear you. Like, I don't know. I've never been in a position where I've lost somebody uh, close to me like that. I mean, that's that's something I can, for sure. You would never be able to get past, get over. I think it was just hard for us watching and hearing him say, "Am I don't know if I'm ready. I don't yeah. know if I'm ready." And then you have to add in, he's on a reality TV show. Yeah, I get. You it. know, on yeah. top of that, sure. Yeah. Like, so it's like, is this do is a show right for you then? Right adding that on top of it. But I totally, I hear you with that. And I totally agree with you on the, um, uh, you need to just because I'm trying to figure out how to say this. Um, just because he's looking for somebody right now doesn't mean he's not like respecting the relationship that he had with, um, you know, his wife and, all of that. And he can still work on that and mend that because that's what I feel like he's going to be doing forever. I mean, I don't know how I would ever get over something like that. And I think when he was talking about, you know, him and Danielle having those similarities, I think that's definitely going to be a great like healing factor for both of them. Yeah. And like, don't get me wrong. I don't want to make any excuses because like I've said a million times, like just just end the conversation with something's missing and that would have Mm -hmm. been totally fine. But also remember, he's actually never broken up with 
somebody before. Like he, you know, he met his wife. They were like the only, he was the, she was the only person that he ever loved and he married her. So like, how do you learn, you know, at, at, in your late thirties, how to, I don't know. It's just a weird thing that, that we all have experienced going through a breakup, but he really, I don't know if he really has it in an adult relationship. Yeah. I mean, I've been in a, a bunch of relationships, but I know, uh, I can only imagine, especially at his age. Yeah. Only being in love once. Like I think I, you know, when you go on dates with guys and, um, they're like, Oh yeah, I've never had a girlfriend before. And they're like 30 and you're like, what? Uh-oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like the exact opposite of yeah. Michael A. He's like, I've never only, just like, yeah. dated before. Right. Or like he's only he's like, I've only been married. So that's all I that's all I know is like full commitment. Yeah. And then the last one that I kind of want to actually. Yeah, I don't think we need to talk about Serene and Brandon. I mean, there's nothing <laughs> yeah, to say. Like- <laughs> I mean, mom and dad, here we are. Like, I saw a tweet and some girl goes, and it was a picture of Brandon, and this girl goes, this man was made by a woman. <laughs> and I go, correct. Like, like written by a woman. Like, this man was written, executive produced, and yes. <laughs> yes. put out by, a, I mean, <laughs> He's amazing. He's amazing. Wait, wait. Before I forget, I have one more Michael yeah. A tidbit. Sorry, I know I can oh, talk about hear. it no. forever. Come on. So a lot, a lot of people are upset that him and Danielle aren't getting split up, right? Everyone's like, "Why are they getting special oh, treatment?" Right. Yes. So here's what I think happened. I think that the producers were banking on Michael A accepting Sierra's rose. And when he broke up with her before the rose ceremony, that really threw a wrench into their system. Because I think Danielle was going to be a part of the split. And that they oh. knew, because Wells also has been on on Twitter saying that he was like playing matchmaker behind the scenes. And that whenever, um, whenever Michael was like in that vulnerable position of maybe having to leave, that he was like, I got to get Danielle on this beach because they have to meet. So I I just feel like him breaking up with her before the rose ceremony spent like just spin the whole thing into chaos. So producers pretty much had to push Danielle down the stairs and they're like, okay, how are we going to make sure that they meet each other, that they connect, that they get together? Because at this point, Michael's going home. He has no hope of even even a friendship rose from anybody at this point. Yeah. So they kind of spun that narrative a little bit and giving them the date card so that they could continue their relationship. So they really wanted Michael to stay because I feel like they don't really care about anyone staying. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, at least yeah. like Sierra walked out and they were like, bye. Yeah. And, and I like, no- <laughs> yeah, I don't I'm not know. even an echo. I don't know how how much pull Wells has, you know, but like uh, if, probably a lot. Yeah. And if he was really advocating for the two of them to me, I feel like production would listen to him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, I know Danielle. I know. Well, I mean, I know, Michael, I really want them to meet. Like, what can we do? And so they were like, OK, well, let's figure this out. But I just thought that that because everyone's asking that question, right? Like, why don't Danielle and Michael get to be split up? And I think it all boils down to the fact that the producers wanted him to accept a rose from Sierra. And 
and him, you know, pulling the plug early kind of just threw that out the window. Yeah. T. That's a good take. That's a good take. <laughs> I'm 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 here for that because I was wondering too. I'm like, how convenient. Yeah. Sierra leaves and then Danielle just waltzes down and doesn't mm-hmm. have to leave right away. Yep. Intr- but I also think it could be an interesting turn of events if, say, she... Because the rose ceremony happened before the split, right? Yeah, right before. Yes. So he could have she he could have accepted the rose from Danielle. They could have still split up, and oh, that would have been true. like a big game changer. You yeah, know what I mean? That's like true. that would have been like. I feel like that would have been really interesting too. Yeah, that would have to see. Oh, but no, she would still be there. Yeah, she would. Well. I don't know. It's confusing with this split. It's so confusing. I'm like, wait, who's there? Who's there? Would she leave? I guess she would leave. No, she would leave. Yeah. Because she was there for the rose ceremony. So she's technically like an OG Mm -hmm. beach girl, even though she's still like fresh from the shower. Yeah. I mean, the Um, way that it played out was like the rose ceremony was that night. They got their date card the next day. So it's just, you know, them deciding when to split them up who was on the beach during that moment, I think, was was very planned. Interesting. Interesting. And then last one, uh, we have Logan. Um, he went home during Gabby and Rachel season uh, with COVID, which I'm surprised they sent him like all the way home. Well, I'll never, like- I think I'll, I'll never like get over that. <laughs> I just it's so confusing because, you know, he had to stay in quarantine for like I want to see the footage of him quarantining by himself for two weeks. Like where was on that he? boat? What was he doing? Like, who on was that boat? Who was feeding him? Like what was going on? That. OK. Yeah, that was weird. I just thought it was so weird that they were like, well, bye. Yeah, you can't, like Again, <laughs> You, they're like you gotta go I don't think they really care like when these people leave unless they unless they have like a a plot line for them yeah and, and I don't know um, like how much time was left on the season was it like he had to stay in quarantine for two weeks and the season would be over by the time he got out or I like don't know. what was the deal I don't know but it clearly maybe Gabby just didn't care and like didn't have that <laughs> yeah. To, like strong of a connection with him to be like no keep him on because right. if I were Gabby and I really liked him I'd be like what the fuck yeah like just because he has COVID like we can't he can't potentially get engaged yeah <laughs> I don't understand she must have just been like ah it's fine send him yeah. off <laughs> which I could see that honestly yeah I could definitely see that too so he's on the beach Definitely getting a lot of attention in general because you see him with Shanae. I like him and Shanae together. I think it's I cute. Do too. I I also think it's funny that, you know, Logan does that little uh, pool date where he goes and gets the champagne bottle and uh, gives her like the bracelet, you mm-hmm. know, from the bottom of the pool. And she's like, oh, my God, Logan has just <laughs> stepped up going above and beyond. I'm like, Above and beyond. <laughs> yeah. I was Low like, girl, standards. you literally had to make out with another dude, mm-hmm. go on a date with another dude, dangle him in front of Logan's face for Logan to give you a, 
a bracelet. Yeah. <laughs> a bracelet. I I know. Bare minimum. That is what's that is what's so that's what's killing me about this show is that these men are doing the bare min bare minimum. Yeah. Of and- staying faithful, of communicating, of doing little things um, to make you feel special. I mean, Brandon's not. Brandon, that, yeah. that birthday, <laughs> I was weeping. Weeping. <laughs> weeping. I don't know if was on my period, but I was like, I was like in full blown, like choking tears over that. But what are we doing here? Yeah. Like, how are we? I, I guess I guess we're you're in a circumstance where there's not much you can do, but let's not blow it up to um, this astronomical sign of love. Because right. us at home, we're already delirious. We're watching reality TV. We are not connected <laughs> <laughs> to home base in general. Mm-hmm. So seeing this and hearing that stuff, we are being fed that the bare minimum is what we deserve. Yeah. Well, also, it just with Logan in particular, it's like it's like the same thing that we saw on Gabby and Rachel season with him. Right. Like where he can't make up his mind. He's very like nonchalant. He wants to have his cake and eat it, too. And then, yeah. you know, you have him on Paradise. <laughs> Not like you said, doing the bare minimum, you know, it, taking a long time to even show what I think is like interest. Like if I was Shanae at first, I'd be like, I don't really even know if this guy likes me. Like I cannot read him. And so I guess that's why I didn't understand. You know, he was being called like a hot commodity. And I was like, am I the only one that that doesn't understand? <laughs> like why he necessarily right. would be a hot commodity? And even with Sarah, like she's all about it, too. And I, I just. Not my cup of tea. No, not <laughs> not. My, I also forgot who Sarah was. Um, and that she was one of the people that took a second where I was like, "Who's that? Where do I know her from?" Yeah, like you know what I mean. And then mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh right, she's from Clayton's season." It was she was the one that like got sent home for because he didn't believe that. Like she thought she was like you know the crying was fake yeah. and blah blah blah. Um, I do like that, again, Logan is doing what Paradise is built to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's going out and he is like dating the girls. But I do feel like there needs to be what you said about him being nonchalant. Yeah. I think there needs to be a little more drive. Yeah. I think it's too nonchalant to where it's like, yeah, let's do that. Like, I don't care. Do yeah, like, like- I don't really care. Mm-hmm. It's like you can... Um, go out on all these dates, but be like, all right, so I really like this person or I really like that person. Let me truly dig in and figure out who I want to be with. Yeah. Absolutely. But the whole like, yeah. Yeah. Boobs and, <laughs> and bathing let's suits make out and in let's the ocean. Make out. Let's make out in the pool. Like, okay. Yeah, that's, I think there needs to be a little more like, drive in there and I think he was also the one um that everybody talked about on TikTok about dating like he was the San Diego guy did you see that no wherever I was getting tagged in in a like five or six different TikToks being like um 
I dated this guy or I went on a date with this guy in San Diego, but like apparently everybody had gone on dates with this guy in San Diego and it was Logan. And I'm like, oh, Logan? I did not know that. <laughs> like, what is it? He ha- It has to be something in person. Like he has to have some yeah. type of energy that we just cannot feel through our television screens, our phones. Like, what is it? What is it? I think it's the not. I think it's the nonchalant. I don't really care. Yeah. Like kind of dude that like the chase. All, mm-hmm. Yeah. Unfortunately attracted to. Yeah. Like we oh. don't want for some reason, for some reason, we don't want the guy that's like, hey, I'm excited about you. Let's make a date. Yeah. Yeah. I want Brandon. I know. Right? I was once, like, once you're like past a certain age, you stop liking the Logans and you start liking the Brandons. You think you would? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, but Kay. I'm 33 and I am somehow still liking the Logans. Um, but with a goal of a Brandon. Yes, yes. Okay, we you can know? get down with that. We can get down with that. We can we can do that. <laughs> okay, this has been so much fun, Morgan. I have loved chatting with you about all of this. And again, I love listening to um, your podcast and you keeping me up to date with everything pop culture because again i only have this much room in my brain to <laughs> to consume media and i need you to do the rest so i really appreciate you um Thank make you. sure you're following her at morgan p talks on instagram actually you give the rest of where people can find you follow you everything yeah so instagram and tiktok same handle it's morgan p talks t-a-l-k-s and then my podcast is morgan's pop talks you can get it on spotify apple pods and then uh my patreon is just patreon.com slash morgan's pop talk so any or and all do you of the above and do you have anything coming up do you want to plug anything anything else well, if you're a Bravo fan, I did just get back from BravoCon and I got snuck into a VIP room. So I have loads of stories to tell from that. Uh, it's on this this past episode that I did this week and then also on my Patreon. Okay, cool. All right, Bravo fans, you know where to go. Um, <laughs> thank you so much again. And we will be back next week for another recap of Bachelor in Paradise. See you guys next week. Bachelor Podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Amy Clackner. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. And be sure to follow at The Bachelor on Instagram and Bachelor Pod on Twitter. And send us your emails to bachelor at betches.com. Batches.